Well, hello all of you aging cosmonauts and senior living professionals. Welcome back to Cosmic Soup. This is a podcast that covers everything around successful aging and helpful and offers helpful information for communities that serve an aging population, namely senior living communities, although we don't love the labels. So positive aging, messaging, dining, culinary, business practices, and more. That's everything that's floating around in Cosmic Soup. And today, I'm accompanied by Randy Sater, who's our Vice President of Health Services at Third Plus. And we we have a super special guest. But first, Randy, hi, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Great. What's cooking in your coaching world? What are you working on these days? Well, you know, right now, we're very excited because uh, we have this new um, commitment over on the East Coast, and uh, we're going to be going over there to to work with them. It's a very, very large CCRC uh, on the East Coast, and we're going to help them um, elevate their dining services, you know, make things better, look at areas that can, uh, you know, we can help improve on. So we're super excited to go over there. Wonderful. And what a good um, teaser drum roll for our special guest, Dave Fultz. So Dave, I am so honored and excited to have you and Carol both on our team. And um, I'm really looking forward to hearing from you about one of your specialties, and that's culture. So, but first, I know our audience wants to know about Dave. So tell us about your professional background and personal interests and um, and then let's talk about culture. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, I think that uh, I'll start off by just saying, you know, just like most teenagers, I started off in the fast food industry. I stayed there for about 19 years. And when I left there, I, I changed to what we called then the senior housing industry. Now I would call it something completely different, but what I did was I primarily stayed with assisted living. Now through my assisted living career of 26, 27 years, um, I worked for various for-profits and various not-for-profits and large ones and small ones and had the opportunity to really do some good work with um, different organizations. During that time, I was also very involved in the organizations that we uh, sponsor or we were part of, like Leading Age and WACA and so forth. And with Leading Age, I uh, presently serve on the board of Leading Age, but also, too, have uh, worked to develop the Assisted Living Administrators Academy that we hold every year for new assisted living administrators. In addition to that, I'm on the Leading Age Washington uh, Leadership Institute staff where we coach and bring up new leaders in the industry. Leadership development is my passion. I love it. It's just so rewarding, but also too, I can see so much success out there of when you take a leader that is very shy and very, very calm, and you make them a leader that doesn't mind standing up in front of people and voicing their opinion and really doing a good job and communicating with people, that is the biggest success. I look back on my career, and most of the time when I really feel successful, it has been around developing the people that we now have in our industry. 
And I can name some names out there that you should be watching for in the future. That background is perfect because not only are you a teacher, but you have a vast uh, variety of culinary experience and management experience. So then what did you do? Like where, where have you been lately? Just recently, I, I have left uh, an organization that has CCRCs and assisted living together, uh, Transforming Age. And Transforming Age is all focused around the culture of what goes on in the building. And I learned a lot from them, but I also took what I had learned over the years and, and really focused on what made me who I was and used some of those skills uh, in my in my daily work and in my daily passion. Well, that's a, it's a great organization, Transforming Age, and they're certainly growing. And um, yeah, we have a lot of respect for them. Randy, uh, I feel like you told me that you've taken a class from Dave before. Yes, I did. I think it was a few years ago, and it was when I uh, actually was working for a larger CCRC in, in the Seattle area, and I attended uh, the training session down there with my assisted uh, care director, and uh, I just remember that uh, Dave and Carol both were just amazing uh, teachers. And uh, it was it was a lot of fun, too, at the same time. So really, really uh, was a was a fun time. And um, I think I, I think you told me also that you learned about the culture creatures, their birds. And so, Dave, I want you to kind of give us this session because we all know that in senior living communities, culture is really the foundation for success. And it's the same in any organization. You can feel it the minute you walk through the door of any company, office, community. You can actually feel the culture. And so, Dave, um, tell us what you know. Culture to me is the primary function of how a leader is going to lead the organization. Uh, he needs to develop, he or she needs to develop that culture and develop a, a culture that is encouraging and that people get along, people like to come to work and enjoy working with each other. So the birds, like you mentioned, you know, we all kind of fall into one of four categories with the birds. Um, and I kind of, I like to identify it with a type of bird. And, and that type of bird kind of gives an overview of what that personality is like. Um, it's, it's got a term and, and you can look it up on uh, Google and internet. And, and it's got a term that is called the dope personality test, D-O-P-E. And those those four letters, D-O-P-E, stand for dove, owl, peacock, and an eagle. And what's interesting about that is each one of those birds has a different personality. So that dove is more like that, that uh, heart person, the person that deals with things from a compassion and, and thought process, but also looks at things from a humanistic type of thing and doesn't necessarily look at the whole thing based on what they're looking at. They're looking at the heart. And that's the dove. The owl, just like most people believe that owl has those studies, studious glasses and they're focused on details and they're focused on what is going to be the next step. 
that owl is very, very regimented as far as needing these steps to be done. The peacock, just like you would think, the peacock likes to have fun, is very flamboyant, is colorful, um, and it really gets into things and, and really kind of motivates the crowd to keep going. And then, of course, there's that eagle. And the eagle is very, very dedicated to making sure things follow suit. They are, they are the, the firm direction in things. They're very, very, um, very regal. Uh, they are the leader of the group, usually. So if you look at this, and, and everybody kind of associates it with something or another, but if you look at this, the dove, they're going to write emails with a lot of feeling and a lot of emphasis on how I feel. The owl, usually their emails are bullet points and very structured. These are the steps that you need to accomplish before you uh, get to the next step and so forth. And the peacock, you know, those are those people that use those emojis and you open up the email and there's confetti flying and so forth. That's from an, a peacock. And then there's that eagle. That eagle usually is a one or two lines in an email, maybe even just in the title, nothing else in the email, just stating what needs to be done very direct and to the point. These four birds have to be on the team to make the team very, very successful. Now, what happens if one of these birds is not on the team? or you don't have an individual that is one of these, then the secondary emphasis of one of the people needs to be brought out and they need to fill in that spot. So to have a good team operating with a good leadership creates a good culture within that department, within that, that building, within that organization. And the organization needs to have that eagle just as much as they need to have that dove and they need to have that that owl just as much as they need that person that's up front just rooting things on and and becoming a a peacock well the key thing with this is we all need to be able to communicate and work together and that's the key part of it so a dove needs to know how they communicate with an eagle it's direct and to the point. And that eagle in return needs to know how they communicate with the dove. They can't be just direct and to the point because the dove might not get the feeling of what that eagle is trying to say. So they need to look at different ways to be able to communicate. That's really valuable. And I think it's, I love how it just boils it down to the most simple form and it gives you a visual. So you can um, visualize the eagle as his, or her email is landing in your box and um, try not to be offended by it if you're a dove. Randy, how, do, how have you seen this play out? Like, have you used any of this in your uh, management structures? And Well, now that uh, Dave was talking about it and, and having gone through and taken that test myself uh, during his class, I, you know, I, I can think about uh, 
managers and staff uh, where I have worked and then how uh, how there are different birds <laughs> in a community. And, and, uh, and Dave's right. I think that uh, there needs to be a combination or just a you know difference um, in in the leaders in order to uh, to have uh, success. I mean, I think that all these you know these birds they complement each other. So if you're just having eagles at your community, it may not be they may not be great. But if yeah, again, I mean everybody kind of it evens things out, right? So um, when you have uh, an owl, the you know the more detail oriented person versus then. A peacock. I mean, again, I mean, everything kind of gets balanced out at the end of the day. Uh, so I've seen that. I can I can think of just many different people I worked with that um, that are different birds, if you will. Yeah, Dave. What do you do then? Like, let's say that you're on your team and you're the leader, and you've got your birds are all fighting with each other. What do you do? Well, I think what you have to do is focus on what the strengths of each person is and bring those out. Um, many organizations, you know, because you've made it to this level, then you're in charge and everybody else has to listen because that's what's needed. And you know, you've, you've been there, you've done that. You've created this before and you've been through this before. The key thing to remember though, is that you've never been with it with the people that you are exactly with now. And the strengths of those individual people needs to be brought out. So if if you have some fighting and so forth, what I would do is I'd just sit down and say, hey guys, we're all different. We all have different strengths and we need to support each other in those strengths. You know, you can't just operate with all eagles. Can you imagine operating with a bunch of eagles on a team? You probably wouldn't get much done at all, just like, if you were operating with all of the doves on the team, you know, it'd be a nice kumbaya moment with everybody just feeling good about themselves, but you would probably never really accomplish much. So you have to have that eagle driving you to make sure that things get done. And you've got to have the owl keeping track of what you've actually done and how to how to focus on the details so that you can make sure that you can replicate it next time. Do you have any examples of a before and an after? So let's say that you've gone into a community that did not... Um maybe have this awareness and then you brought the awareness and you worked with the team for a little while, you know, what was the tangible difference after that work was done? It's, it's interesting because yes, I have had situations where I've walked in and, and um, we've had two or three doves on the team and things were all nice and everybody was taken care of because we're all dealing from the heart, but we weren't making money we weren't focused on making sure that things get done. And so to bring out those owls and the, and the eagles in that situation was a key. You can't operate a business and make sure that you have good culture with just one or two of the birds. You need to have all four of them to bring out the, the, the teamwork and the, the culture within that that organization being positive. It's critical that you support and you you believe that everybody is as valuable as the other person. And by looking at what 
eagle or what dove or what the peacock or the the owl bring to the table is the key part um, and and valuing those people as their team members and valuing them as individuals as a part of that team. Yeah, it's interesting now that we're talking through this because as uh, a consulting team and a coaching team, we've gone into communities sometimes and it's almost like you could describe a community as a dove community or an owl community or an eagle community because they have personalities too. And I, I have seen situations, especially in nonprofits, where you know it's very soft and it's very sweet and fuzzy, but they're losing money. So I, I totally get that because some management decisions need to be made that, and they always should be made with your heart, but there are some times when there's a reality where, you know, things just have to get done and get done well, and um, maybe you make a change, but that's hard for doves, I'm guessing. Yeah, it, it would be, um, but also too, if the dove knows that they're a dove and they need that structure and they need that drive and they need to be able to stand up in front of a group and, and really get people excited about things, then a dove is open to those other parts of it. You're absolutely correct. I, you know, a building that is all doves, which nonprofits tend to be more dove than others, but nonprofits doesn't mean that you don't make money and you can't pay people. No, a nonprofit means that you have a balance between all four of those entities. And I believe that without the dove and without the eagle and without the peacock and the and the owl you're not going to be a successful nonprofit for profit or any other organization without key people and those those four categories so what would you suggest for a community if they wanted to um, start exploring this, these ideas and maybe have their team take the test? And how, how would they proceed with something like that to help them, you know, create some awareness around respect and, and respecting different talents and roles within an organization? Well, I think the first step would be to recognize that, number one, you need this. Um, I think to have a conversation with everybody in the room and say that, you know, we all need to understand how the other person operates so that we can support them, we can use them, and we can uh, believe in them is the key part. And once they do that, then there's resources on the internet and you can just type in dope test. D-O-P-E. And you can come up with three or four different options from a paper um, tests that you can take and score to an online version of that. Um, I believe that the paper one with a lot more questions is a little bit more thorough, but either one would work. And that if everybody kind of gets an idea of who they are, and once you really start to look, you're going to be able to look around the room and determine okay, I think they're more eagle tendencies or they're more dove tendencies. 
Um, and and once you use it for a while, you know that you can tell that when you're talking to people. And so you deal with them differently. You talk to them differently. You encourage them differently. You know, if an eagle was trying to build the the support around them, he needs to be aware of the fact that he or she has doves working for them. And they're going to have to be a little bit more supportive than if they were talking to an owl or an eagle. Um, it's got to be not as direct and to the point. Plus, it's got to be fun if you're going to get that that uh, peacock involved. Um, you know, the peacock, they, they're, they're enjoying things. I did this presentation um, before the Washington Activities Association and I've, I've, so for activity directors, and it was interesting. I had one owl in the room and the rest were peacocks. So isn't that a telling thing that, that all these activity directors, because they are chosen and they have been chosen to do that job and they enjoy it, they're peacocks. They like to be in front of people. They like to have fun. They like to do those things those kinds of things with people. So it's very, very telling that it's that you need some of each ones. Uh, you can't you can't just operate with all owls. You can't you just operate with all peacocks. And and the same with doves and eagles. It has to be a good balance. So um yeah, I would think then you know, Randy, in your experience, have you noticed, do pe I'm curious, do people tend to hire the similar type of person? So if I'm a dove, would it be natural for me to hire a dove? Or what do you think? Yes and no. It depends on what position I think you're you're looking to hire for. But uh, I, I can tell you that uh, it, it's very interesting. Uh, I have worked with a lot of activities professionals in my past. And Yes, they are very peacock. <laughs> they are uh, very outgoing, uh, fun-loving, passionate about what they do. Uh, and I'm not a peacock, but uh, when I was looking for uh, an activities director uh, for my building, yes, that's what I wanted because I know uh, they will engage their residents. Uh, they will be you know, creating fun and uh, creating programming that is rewarding for the residents. So it's very interesting to see that and, and to hear that, that the majority of them were, were peacocks. Um, yeah, I, I definitely don't think that I would hire an eagle for that position. I don't think that would uh, would be appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they'd say, get out there and do it. Like <laughs> Exactly. Just so, do it. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, this has been so interesting. It's a little bit easier to identify with a position within a, a, a building or a community that, you know, you need that, that peacock to be the activity director. You need the, the owl to be the business office manager. Uh, the eagle is usually the executive director, but does not have to be. 
because if a good leader can actually lead his team, he can actually develop someone on the team to be the eagle, to keep pushing forward and respect that person for the position they have and really look at other parts of it. I am not an eagle. And, and I've been told that I'm a fairly good executive director. So how could I, as an executive director, not be an eagle? Well, that's because I allow my other staff, my owls and my peacocks and my doves, and yes, my eagles within my organization to lead and to do so. I had a wellness director that was an eagle, and I allowed her that really direct and to the point way to make sure things were done. She was an eagle, though, that had a heart of gold. And and that was what we developed, and that's what we used within the team. So it just depends on how you use them within the organization and what you emphasize that their strengths are. Yeah, thank you, Dave. That That is just... Um... Really good advice, I think, for for CEOs and managers is, you know, kind of taking a higher level look and allowing people to do their job to perform the role that they were hired for, but in a way that they they're comfortable doing it as long as the job gets done and it's done well. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew that if if you wanted someone to come out, I would be more than willing to come out to your your organization or your building or your community and go through the dope test with you and to actually talk through all four of the sessions and help bring out in individuals their strengths. Let us know. Just give us a call. I just wanted to say thank you. It's been very interesting learning and having a refresher on the dope test and the different characteristics uh, of these individuals. So, uh, We appreciate it. Thank you so much, Dave. Thank you.